0: Greetings, friends, fellow lovers of the phenomenal world. Today's podcast is about the sun and the moon and their coming cyclical turnings. Some of the other planets come to play here, too. But our focus is on Thursday's autumnal equinox and this Sunday's dark moon in Libra. These events falling quite close to each other this year on the 22nd and the 25th of September, 2022. The sun, our self-pollinating hermaphroditic parent is so close to us, her distance irrelevant. His fire flies fast as the speed of light and burns our skin, nourishes all vegetable life bestows and sustains our very existence. When positive and negative charges meet on the face of the sun, enormous arcs of gorgeous nuclear fire erupt into space, sending solar winds far out past the bounds of the solar system. These solar winds are actually matter. All of the elements of the periodic table are contained in the solar wind. We are made of stars. All of the elements of the periodic table, the elements of which all biology is made, are contained in these solar winds. We must be made of stars. (laughs) And the moon, the moon is so close, as close as holding a conch shell up to my ear, which I've been doing lately. The fascinating thing about this is sometimes the sound of the ocean is there and sometimes it's not. I'm sure there's a scientific explanation for this. And when I hold this conch shell up to my ear, I hear the ocean in me relentlessly swell and retreat. I hear her whispering voice in the erupting volcano, the incoming tide, the rushing river of blood from my womb. The outgoing tide the lover who undoes me with a glance weakening my knees with moon whispers and sunflowers at dawn and all of the crickets and creatures bellowing symphonies ebbing in the dark nights flowing in her luminescent bright blues and greens and purples so close So close. Let us engage our intrinsic communion with these two primary astronomical astrological cycles, the sun and the moon. Let us feel now into how the overlap of these two cycles this year in the autumnal equinox and dark moon play in concert with one another, with our own individual lives, our collective life, all life on this planet and beyond, and to the entire solar system. On Thursday, September the 22nd, 2022, at 8.51 in the evening, Eastern Standard Time, is the autumnal equinox in the Northern Hemisphere, which is also the vernal equinox in the Southern Hemisphere. This moment is one of two moments in the year where the Earth's poles point neither away from, nor towards the sun. Thus the sun's light shines on the day in equal measure as its absence in the darkness of night in a time of great polarity this may be a palpable feeling of relief at equinox when the sun enters libra this year mercury joins retrograde in the heart of the sun, precisely between the sun and the earth. So close. So close. All our cells will feel it. Our phones will feel it. Our computers will feel it. All our well-laid plans will feel it. Our nervous systems will feel it. This is gravitational we will feel this this is a straight line lineup with mercury exactly between the sun and the earth this is the closest mercury ever travels to us mercury's pull so close its gravity so close Our nervous systems will feel it and we may want to check out because it's going to be a lot and that is a good thing if you desire take the opportunity to rest your body and your mind and see what subconscious psychic lucid revelatory visionary inventive, extraordinary treasures seep through. It is okay to unplug, cuddle up and watch a movie, go to sleep, stop talking, and move instead. Communicate with body language. Mercury in the heart of the sun is like a call From far away, that sounds very close, like an urging to communicate in a different way, to put down our phones, walk away from our screens, and move our animal bodies in time with the music of the actual experiences happening around us mundane, ordinary, terrifying extraordinary whatever they are the actual experiences happening around us in every moment of time overlapping one on top of the other on top of the other on top of the other on top of thousands upon ten thousands of these moments of lucidity of our actual existence mercury in the heart of the sun kissing earth at a knife edge moment of equal light and dark is a waking lucid dream due to this very interesting turn of events that mercury is kazimi this year at the moment of autumn equinox I am inspired to look up a degree symbol for the first degree of Libra. John Sandbach's Chandra symbols come to mind, but as I peruse his online database, which contains all of his symbols by the by, it's a wonderful resource. I remember learning that he channeled three other sets of 360 degree zodiac symbols, which are pictorial images painted in words For each degree of the zodiac and I am immediately drawn to the Omega symbol for the first degree of Libra shall I read it to you now okay I'll take that as a yes (laughs) Uh, I need a guest on this show okay here goes these are John's words an apothecary shop in which herbal concoctions and other medicines appear as needed. That's the, that's the symbol. And this is the oracle or the extended writings of Revelation that go with that symbol. An alchemist invented an apothecary shop which mirrored completely the realm of disease. Anyone who entered it immediately reflected their essence onto the mind of the shop, which generated herbs and compounds as an echoing of felt needs. The shop held all the answers and solutions one could ever desire. What was curious was how few people came to the shop. And of those few who came and took home the medicines, how many of the medicines were placed on a shelf somewhere and forgotten. So the shop, always desirous of improving the potency and efficacy of its products, began focusing on other medications, such as songs, weather, and memory clusters, which it harvested out of people and distilled into custom-made homeopathic essences illusions, properly selected and harvested, were also found to be highly salutary." End quote. This Omega symbol, marking the autumnal equinox of each year, speaks in the lush eloquence of harvest time. Autumn equinox marks the time of harvest. The time when the Sun has just passed its maximum, creating a vegetable world ripe with life, a bounty bursting forth to provide nourishment for the coming winter's barren rest and withdrawal. The apothecary shop is earth. Let us look at this again. What was curious? was how few people came to the shop and of those few who came and took home the medicines how many of the medicines were placed on a shelf somewhere and forgotten so the shop always desirous of improving the potency and efficacy of its products began focusing on other medications such as songs weather, and memory clusters, which it harvested out of people and distilled into custom-made homeopathic essences. Even illusions, properly selected and harvested, were also found to be highly salutary. Just three days after equinox, on Sunday, September 25th, at 5:54 pm eastern standard time the moon meets the sun at three degrees of libra almost exactly opposite jupiter retrograde at four degrees of aries and you'll be able to observe this so on sunday in the evening as the sun sets in the east if you're in the east as the sun sets jupiter will be rising but wherever you are in the world at the moment of the dark moon jupiter will be opposite so if you can visualize either of them you'll be able to see both of them which will obviously be either at sunset or sunrise at this dark moon we come into contact with an extreme and conflicting energy current of manic growth and desired completion, a moon of paradoxes, the tension between the need for expansion and the need to let something end. During this time on and around the dark moon, we may feel like the thing we need to bring to a finale wants to keep growing, and may even be growing out of our control. If this is the case for you, look at where retrograde Jupiter at four degrees of Aries lands in your chart to pinpoint target the thing in you that wants to grow and feed it something. It will not stand for going hungry, and if you try to starve it, it may just eat you instead. You've got to give it something else to feast on. Take note here. This is not an outside force, but something that lies within. If you are experiencing an outside force, consider it might be your own projection. Look inside to find the part of your own soul desperately seeking nourishment and try to recognize her vulnerability, his sacred truth, their true belonging. Seek love for this part of yourself. And when you find that love, give it to yourself liberally with great abundance and enthusiasm. The goal here is to consciously engage the energy and attention that you're currently feeding your projection, that's causing it to grow wildly out of control and vex you to your very core. I am speaking from experience here. And instead, recognize how much you actually need that energy and attention. And give that energy and attention back to your deep and resonant true self. Remember, you are not responsible for anyone else's life. You are only responsible for your own. Engaging Jupiter retrograde at four degrees of Aries engages your hunger directly, releasing the energy that's holding back the process of finalization. Its polarity of the sun and moon together at three degrees of Libra. Doing this work will allow the dark moon to do its work of bringing endings, along with resulting new beginnings that want to be born. And the dark moon will do its work. This is is the way that we can engage with it instead of making a mess of it, which we're very good at, very good at when we're being unconscious really all it takes is consciousness we don't have what we don't have everything is a learning process everything is a growing process but when we can become conscious of the present moment and engage with it as we are then that is how we get into flow that is how we <laughs> That's how we don't make a clusterfuck of everything. It's just the simplest, not easy, but the simplest turn of intention from unconsciousness into consciousness. And somewhere in this process of feeding your hunger with your own love and attention, the thing that needed to end, that you wanted, that you're ready to or want to let go of to move on from, will likely slip easily away, into and back to the Earth, to its own regeneration, its true evolutionary path. In this place where retrograde Jupiter is landing in your chart, this is where your hunger lies. And if you do not know what it wants to eat, you can ask in the quiet of your personal communion, and trust the answer that arises. If you still lack the clarity you seek, consider Mercury and Venus in Virgo. With Mercury and Venus in Virgo, we can tune into their wisdom for discernment and guidance on how to play this field right now. These two planets are, however, nearly conjunct the sun. So their energies will be more difficult than usual to consult that because they're just, they're swallowed up in the energy of the sun. We can't even see them right now. If you are needing discernment in a big way, I recommend seeking it in a big way. Take the time to meditate with these planets, listening long and deep for their guidance. You can also seek the guidance of another whom you know to be particularly mercurial and or Venusian in their approach. I love the play between the sun and the moon's cycle at this time so much. Notice the significant gravitational, physical movements at this time. The light and the dark perfectly balanced. We will be able to observe this with Mercury, the closest planet to the sun in between, the closest it ever gets to Earth. We won't be able to observe this, but we will feel it. Just days later, the moon and the sun come together in the sky, with Jupiter in direct opposition, and Earth in between. Did you know the gravitational center of the solar system is not the Sun the gravitational center of the solar system is the gravitational center between Jupiter and the Sun they actually form a binary system I only learned this a few years ago and it blew my mind and I'm actually not sure but I think we only learned this a few years ago I remember as a child being taught that the solar system center is the Sun So bearing this in mind, at this dark moon, we will be very close to the gravitational center of our entire solar system, because we're going to be between the sun and Jupiter. This is not a place we usually inhabit, though we like to act like we do. So this is a time of heavy gravity. We're going to feel the weight of this. To me, this feels like a time of the Earth embodying herself as all life on the planet, as well as the planet herself, will be feeling and responding to this heavy weight of gravity. And as the Earth embodies herself, so also we learn to embody ourselves. As the dark and the light inhabit our world in equal measure, so the light and the dark in us strike a peace treaty, if only for a moment. As the harvest bursts forth in preparation for the dark days ahead, great nourishment bursts forth from us to share with others. And as the moon pauses, in the place of both the end and the beginning. So we also pause, let go, and begin anew. Thank you for sharing in this luminaries communion with me. Until next time, all of my love, this is Eve Starr signing off with the Song of the Spheres podcast. Thank you.